My name is Reverend Rachel Harrison, and this is the Recover Your Soul podcast, a spiritual path to a happy and healthy life. I started Recover Your Soul after having profound changes in my life from my recovery of alcoholism, control addiction, and codependency. I was guided to share the tools and principles of spirituality and soul recovery to help others transform their lives as mine was transformed. For us to overcome external circumstances, we must first turn the attention to ourselves, focusing on inner change. Outer positive results in our lives will follow. As a spiritual coach, I can support you on your path to make real changes that will bring you a life of peace, happiness, connection, and abundance. Visit the website recoveryoursoul.net to book coaching sessions, read the blog, listen to some of my original music, and subscribe to receive email updates. I think of Recover Your Soul as a community. Follow us on social media and join the private Facebook group to support each other and connect. For an extra episode each week and to support this podcast, become a Patreon member or subscribe on Apple Podcasts. Together, we can do the work that will recover your soul. Today, I wanted to talk about this place that I've been in that has been part of the great pause in COVID. And part of it is about the powerlessness that I have come to understand. When I first started recovery, really admitting that I was powerless over alcohol, which was my substance of choice, my addiction substance, was a hard thing to do and to really accept that powerlessness. I had spent so many years really thinking that I could control it. Um, I had spent so many years drinking in what I tried to be moderation and to really just understand that it was not benefiting me and I truly was powerless over the effects that it had on me and my life had become unmanageable. And as that craving has left me and I have become more recovered and the alcohol is not part of my life, really the powerlessness of everything around me has become more where I put my attention. And that powerlessness can feel really heavy. It can really feel like I'm missing the mark somewhere that that I'm just letting everything happen around me. And, and in my past, I was so interested in trying to take control and fix what was happening in my life. And now as I'm letting go, there's this space. And that's what I wanted to talk about today was this space. I normally record my podcasts on a different day But when it came to be that day, I just was feeling, I was feeling empty and not empty in a, in a negative way, almost more an awareness of how the drama that used to be an everyday part of my life has subsided into a peacefulness. And sometimes it can feel flat. I am so used to all these crazy ups and downs with the kids growing up and my jobs and my relationship with my husband, there was always something traumatic or dramatic happening that I was trying to take control of. And things have really settled down. 
And I think that's twofold. I think the one piece is that they have settled down because our boys are now living on their own. We are not drinking anymore and we're actively in recovery. So the fighting that used to happen from the emotions that came from drinking has dissipated. But it really is the letting go of feeling like I have control of anything around me that has created this open space. So this week I was listening to Brene Brown's podcast with Glennon Doyle on her new book, Untamed. And they had this part in the podcast that really spoke to me about being fine, sometimes known as fucked up, insecure, neurotic, and emotional. And sometimes fine is used as kind of a term of nothing, almost shut down. And so I really wanted to take a look at myself and say, okay, you're in this space where everything feels this new level of flatness that on one level feels really good because I'm so used to the drama. And on the other side of the coin, my mind does not know what to do with it because I have become so accustomed to drama. And I don't want it to become a place where I'm fine and I'm halfway to dead, as they said. I so appreciate that both of them are in recovery and the words that they talked about learning how to feel your feelings and be in the pain felt so relevant and important for me to hear. So then I think about this powerlessness has really changed how I see everything. It's as if the lenses that I now wear in front of my eyes are totally different color than they were before. I can't spend the kind of time and energy that I used to spend watching the news or the outside situations and get as upset as I used to get because I realize there's little I can do. And so I ask myself, What can I do? If I can't change our administration or I can't change the injustice in the world or the violence that is happening, what what is it can I do? And I remember that one of the first things that I can do is to be kind to myself and to every single person that I come across. That actually is a change that could better the world. I can write to my congressman. I can make an effort to really be a difference in how I walk the earth and the choices that I make and where I spend my money. And that's the change that I can make. So I've let go of feeling the angst that I had when I watched the news. And then I have my immediate family and friends who I believed that I had better ideas of what might work for them. And the powerlessness I have over their lives in working the program and the steps and the recovery of really letting go of that has given me so much empathy for the pain that they might be feeling and the suffering and the joys and the excitement, but it doesn't affect my body in the same way that it used to. And so this space of really trying to be in mindfulness I've been doing mindfulness meditation has brought me to a place of really just being present with this exact moment. 
the beauty of being alive in this exact moment. And as I was listening to that podcast, and they were really talking about feeling your feelings, I was aware that there is a piece of me that has been tucking any of those feelings away because I feel fine. So I don't want to tuck those feelings away. I don't want to have to over-process every single thing like I had in the past, but I also don't want to start to ignore the little things inside of me that need to have attention paid to them for fear that maybe it might bring drama. But what I really want is I really want to be in. I really want to be present and in with my life 100% of whatever that is. And if that means that it's peaceful, I want to feel peaceful. And if it means that I'm hurting, I want to allow myself to hurt. If somebody is around me and they're sharing their story, I want to be 100% present with where they are and how I can be of service and support to them. There are tragedies and sadness and suffering and joys and celebration happening at each second with somebody and each of them are so special i i am so grateful to have this new lens in which i'm looking that has such a awareness of the beauty i think there were so many years where it was so hard to even climb out of bed and face the day that this is new to me And continuing to listen to Brene Brown, she was talking in another podcast about FFTs, fucking first times, and that awareness and the reality that we are these humans that give ourselves so much pressure to be something that we think the world expects from us to do things perfectly, to know exactly what's happening This is my first time of feeling this way. This depth of recovery, this is the first time I've been here. And this is the first time in this age, in this being 50 and having had so much life where I understand myself. This is new territory. So it's a reminder to be gentle to myself. I'm so concentrated on being gentle with everyone else that when I have those spaces of not being sure what my feelings are, then I need to allow myself to relax into that. There's a lot going on in the planet right now, which means there's a lot going on within each of us. And really understanding that we're powerless over all of those things aside from our own experience, how we choose to see things, what our desire is and how we can show up for it, can at first feel really intimidating. It can feel like you're like, what am I supposed to do? How am I supposed to do this? I've always clenched so tightly into making things happen. But the more I connect with the higher power of my understanding, the more open my heart feels. And I'm really happy to be in this open space, even when it sometimes feels new and different and uncomfortable. 
it's actually a blessing to be able to feel uncomfortable and not want desperately to change that feeling. I'm so grateful for these opportunities to share together our experience and strength and hope. And I hope that you'll visit my website, recoveryoursoul.net, and subscribe. I am really interested in your journey, and I really want to create a space where we can share this together. We are not alone. You are not alone. I'm so grateful that you're here listening, and I hope that some light bulb moment that gives you the space to truly love yourself and to live a life that is gentle to yourself and the world around you can happen. Recovery is hard work, but it's worth it. So every day, one step at a time, one day at a time, 24 hours at a time, sometimes a minute at a time. And to allow yourself the opportunity to just be present in this moment, to let go of the past and not fear the future, but to just be here right now and know that you are so special, so, so special. Thank you for listening today, and I look forward to our next time. Namaste. Are you wondering, how do I go deeper on my path to soul recovery? Or how do I support this great podcast? Well, here's how. Here's your call to action. If you're ready for real inner change and would like to work directly with me, visit the website and book a coaching session. I'm here to support you on your unique path. I'm here to help you let go of the past, to deepen your connection with your higher power, whatever that is for you, and to discover and then step forward into a happy and healthy life. You can also become part of our soul recovery community. One way is to join the support group. It's the first Monday of every month. It's by Zoom from 6 to 7 p.m. Mountain Time, and you can register on the website to get your Zoom link. Recover your souls on social media. Of course, there's Facebook, Instagram, TikTok, lots of ways to connect. And there's even a private Facebook group that will allow for more communication and conversation about soul recovery. There is also an extra bonus episode every Friday if you are an Apple Podcast subscriber or Patreon member. I'd also love all of the listeners to subscribe on the website so that I can keep you informed on what's going on with the podcast, the community, with me, and anything that's up and coming and new and great about soul recovery. Also, if you just take a little bit of time to give me five stars, a quick review, and to share the podcast with your friends and family, we're helping even more people to have soul recovery in their lives. If this podcast is providing you spiritual nourishment and inspiration, thank you, thank you for going to the website and pushing the donate button, whatever donation feels right to you. This means so much to me because I have this enormous mission of sharing soul recovery with the world and your donations, your bookings, your subscriptions, your being part of this community is helping that to happen. Together, we can do the work that will recover your soul.
The Recover Your Soul podcast and its content is for educational purposes only and is not allied or representative of any organizations or religions. It's based on the opinions and experience of Reverend Rachel Harrison. Recover Your Soul claims no responsibility to any persons or entity for any liability, loss, damage, or cause alleged to be caused directly or indirectly as a result of its use. Applications or interpretations of the information represented herein. Take what you need and leave the rest.